Hello, Chippewa Valley, and welcome to Get Real Estate. I'm Linda Dunham. You got it right. Real Estate. Thanks. I'm Brian Dunham. And we are with Coldwell Banker Verniza Realtors here out of Eau Claire, representing the Chippewa Valley. Well, hope everyone has had a wonderful um, week. We are here today talking about some interesting things. Um, as we've done before, we're going to have Brian start off with his statistical. I like saying that, like Francisco. Oh, we geez. just watched Alf. <laughs> it's a little early in the season for Francisco. Alf. Francisco. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but we'll have you start out with your statistics today on on the market and what we're doing. Sure. Well, you know, it's uh, it's been interesting here the last uh, few weeks. We're not on that roller coaster quite nearly as bad. Um, you know, again the. Uh, uh, interest rates have kind of held uh, either in that seven, seven and a half percent range. So we're not seeing any real difference uh, as far as movement one way or the other. Um, we've seen uh, price decreases um, really increase in the last week or so. Um, there's as many price decreases as there are new listings. Um, it's been interesting. Uh, people are going to have to. to I guess tightened up their pricing a little bit to mm-hmm. to be competitive. Um, the sold versus new uh, are equal, so we're kind of in a stagnant market as far as that's concerned, and all that should help uh, drive some pricing down a little bit as well. And I anticipate that that'll be the, the the trend for for the rest of the year, probably you know into the quote unquote new selling season or mm-hmm. the March area, or, you know, late February, early March, but. So there, that's the market update. Nothing real exciting. Sometimes I feel excited about giving that little spiel, and this time it's just kind of like, nah, I don't know. That's what the that's what mm-hmm. we're. I feel like a broken record. Vanilla. But that's ba- what it is, huh? Vanilla wallpaper. Yeah. As we call it. Yeah. You know, and and I'll concur with that. Uh, I am. I just had some showings here uh, Sunday, and the people were pretty excited. We looked at one couple looked at three homes. The other couple looked at two. And you know what I'm finding with my buyers is it's kind of a let's just watch and wait sort of a thing. However, I did have a buyer last week where um, a large price reduction came on and uh, we jumped at it and we got it. Well, so part of that, you know, part of the pricing strategy is going to have to be, you know, start lower. It just mm-hmm. it just is. And the other thing is, you know, if if you're into it for week or two or five and, and you haven't had 10 showings that should probably be a very good indication that you're overpriced mm-hmm. and the other good, good indication is if you've had 10 showings and you haven't gotten an offer uh certainly to me that would suggest that you might need to look at a price reduction right i think i would you know for recently for a long time it has been well we'll just hold off and see what happens because mm-hmm. eventually somebody will come around and now i think it's uh, kind of flipped to the buyers saying, hey, let's just hold on and see what happens because they'll do a price reduction. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, doing that price reduction early and often is going to help uh, give you that little bit of an edge. I agree. I agree. I think that, you know, again, buyers are savvy. They're watching the rates. And again, some of my buyers that I've been working with for, hmm, you know, three to six months, those rate changes did, you know, did change our price points. You know, so that's that's a factor as well. But again, people are going to buy and people are going to sell depending on their situation, you know, and all of that. And I think that you and I have seen over the last 20 years (laughs) that it does take I mean, we I feel like 
the banking industry and the real estate industry, we see things change before, obviously, the consumers do. And I think it's going to take maybe sellers a little bit of time to wrap their heads around the fact that the prices are going to start stabilizing a little bit more. It's going to start turning into a buyer's market. Well, yeah, it's going to follow this trend. And, and yep. I think people are just, I think the average consumer is now just starting to see that that's what the trend is. And mm -hmm. um, I, again, I, I think that this is the trend will ride until March, although mm -hmm. that'll depend, again, on whether the Fed does another rate increase and how much they're going to put pressure on the economy. And if there's, you know, the inflation numbers, what they look like and the jobs numbers. And of course, we got the holiday hiring season coming up. And if if uh, what they're forecasting for that actually happens, then um, it, it sounds as if they're, they're not hiring as many uh, individuals this year. And if that's true, we're going to see a whole other financial issue. And, you know, we're in October. This is mm -hmm. the first round of, hey, I had to pay back my student mm -hmm. loans. And so people are going to have to adjust to that new crunch or the crunch that they're being reintroduced to uh, if they didn't pay through the COVID downturn. So there's, there'll, there'll be a lot of information mm -hmm. that we'll be able to kind of post-analyze, if you will, in, in the near future. And uh, I think if, uh, I, th I still think that if you're, if you're looking to buy or looking to sell, now is the best time to do it um, because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Uh, if you're buying for sure, I would say now is a perfect time because you can, oh, you know, you'll have to qualify at the rate that you're that you're at today but if the rates as were once forecasted to go back down again in the spring well you can refinance it mm -hmm. in the spring you'd still have your house you'd still be where you need to be and you'd have a little bit of a payment relief mm -hmm. so i just think it's uh, again it's an interesting market and we'll mm -hmm. see what happens it's what i've been uh letting my buyers know it's we call it the sweet spot that's what I call it anyway. <laughs> so uh, so our topic today, oh I'm pretty proud of myself. I actually have a little, I have notes, um, <laughs> which is surprising of me because I usually fly by the seat of my pants in most things. But um, so I've recently had two past clients reach out to me via text and messenger and want to set up a coffee date and the other one had a ton of questions about how to become a realtor um it happens to me quite often i i think more so by than you right but i also have a different you know relationship with my clients um i'm i'm hoping that i you know make the process stress-free and and fun and the process so of becoming a realtor no, the process of buying, ah. <laughs> uh, the process of becoming a realtor is a different story. Mm -hmm. But um, I just wanted to address this today because, you know, and, and hopefully it covers a number of different bases. Again, let me preface this with saying that Brian and I are always open to meeting with people, giving you information. I mean, I always say there's plenty to go around. You know, my, my competition is not other people. My competition is me. Um, so I'm always happy to give out information. Uh, but I guess I just wanted people to understand that, you know, we make the business look fun. Well, we make it look easy. It's a, it's a, we, we, I mean, you're framing the expectation at this point in time, I think, because you, you're right. The, the agents that have been in the business for that five plus year mm -hmm. period. Well, I'm sorry. I I'd say seven. To, go yeah. ahead. And you go ahead. All right. So the, yeah, the seven to 10 year period makes it look like like we just do a bunch of fluff you know we take some calls we drive nice cars we dress up and we get you into a house 
there's so much more than that. I can tell you that my stress level at different times of the year is um, increased, as well as Brian's. And I can tell you that there are some very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very uh, detailed things that happen behind the scenes that, you know, we, we hope that the buyers or sellers don't have to deal with. We deal with them for them. Um, You know, so back in, I'm going to say, well, I bought my first house back in, I think it was 2001. And my agent uh, was fantastic. He was referred to me from one of my daycare moms, who was his assistant at the time. Uh, Before I was a realtor, like I mentioned, I had an in-home daycare um, in order to stay home with my children. And also, I've always just kind of been an entrepreneur slash business owner. It's always been intriguing to me. Um, We decided that it was time for us to purchase a home. We needed more space. And honestly, it's just like everyone. It's it's a pride thing. You know, it's a, it's a milestone in your life. The American dream. Yeah, the American dream. And so we worked with, at the time, we worked with Joe Germain, who's still in the industry. I think one of the best agents out there. Um, I have a ton of respect for him. Um, you know, I ended up going on most of the showings with Joe because, um, you know, at the time, uh, I was the one that was more easily available. And, you know, going with Joe, I saw the process. It looked like so much fun. It was so cool to go into these houses, see, you know, how other people decorated. Um, You know, Joe dressed nice. He drove a nice car. Um, It just seemed like just an easy job where I was like, dang, you know, I'm changing diapers. You know, (laughs) I can sell real estate. Um, And I thought it would be an easy transition. But I was very, very wrong. Little did you um, know, changing diapers sometimes is easier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you know, we, but, but I did learn, you know, as, as kind of a caregiver throughout my life and, and one of my strong suits, we are caregivers in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I reached out to Joe, I also, you know, we had closed on our house and everything. And I had said to Joe, I'm, I'm really interested in doing what you do. How do I go about that? Well, at the time, there was a six-week course at the technical college here in Eau Claire. It was a night course, and so I would run my daycare all day, make sure my kids had dinner, all that good stuff, and then go to class, and then, of course, study. Um, Passed my test on the first try, mind you, because it's actually a difficult test, and called Joe and said, hey, I've got my real estate license. What should I do? And he had me show up. At the time, again, Prudential Benrood Realty. I interviewed with uh, one of the Eau Claire legends, Mike Benrood, and uh, I still follow a lot of the advice he gave me, and started as a realtor. What I want people to know is what I didn't know when I was all excited about my new job. It's not like when you start you know, a factory job or a job in an office building. Um, there is no in, paycheck. Right. There's no <laughs> paycheck for sometimes six months to a year. Yeah. On top of the fact that there are thousands of dollars that you have to pay in before you've gotten a paycheck. Well, the five-year fail rate is uh, 87%. So you get 13% that actually make it more than five years in this business. And that's the positive st- statistic. Mm-hmm. It, it, with the with the 13% that you have left, to make it a second set of five years, so to make it 10 full years in the business, 93% fail rate. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, well, there's, there, there's many times, as you know, Brian, that I thought about quitting. 
you know, um, when things are quiet, when things get really difficult. Um, when they get too busy. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, please help me. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, I've dabbled in Mary Kay a little bit, uh, thought about, you know, becoming a uh, you know, a chiropractor. <laughs> it's my you know, all the easy stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez. You know, um, but I always come back to real estate because I just love it, and I love the people, and I know that that God will provide and bring the people into my life that are meant to be in my life. Um, but I guess what I want people to know is when you become a real estate agent, you know, it's not just taking and passing that test. Like, there's a lot to learn. It's it's an industry that. You really can't just show up at the office and do. You 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 do real estate by learning every single day. Every transaction is different. Every person has different needs. Um, that's part of the things that I love about this industry. But I will say that what people don't know is that there's fees involved. There's business cards. There's there's clothing. There's, you know, at the time when I got into the industry, I was driving a rusted out old minivan and realized, you know, that I don't, I'm not sure people would take me seriously, you know, with that. Um, and, you know, there, there were a lot of expenses, a lot of long hours, and I call them volunteer hours. You know, a lot of time spent away from my children, um, nights, weekends, uh, you know, just doing that. And back when I started, you know, having another job was not an option. When you became a real estate agent back in the early 2000s, the brokers wanted you to be a full-time full agent. agent. Yeah, yeah, otherwise, I mean, some people snuck secondary jobs just because they had to, but then they typically were let go of and, you know, maybe went to a different agency or whatnot. Yeah. But I know after becoming a real estate agent, I had given my daycare families notice and within about two to three weeks, they had to find other daycares. And then it was a no option situation for me. Like I had, I had to make this work, you know, and, and I wanted to make it work. Um, a little emotional background on this. Um, so, and I'm sure you're fine me with me sharing this, Brian, we've been married for almost a decade pretty soon been together for 15 years and you know my whole story but uh one of my motivators in becoming a real estate agent was to get out of an unhealthy marriage and uh i had called my dad one day and said dad i i, I gotta do something i've got to do something different but i don't have the extra money to take this class and buy the books and and get going in this industry and my dad said i'll tell you what i'll pay for the class I'll pay for the business cards and I'll pay for the books and I'll forgive them, forgive all that money if you promise me that you'll never, ever quit. And uh, throughout the years, um, the ups and downs, the septic systems that couldn't go in because it was already December 1st, um, <laughs> the failed attempts, uh, the rejections, um, that is something that has kept me going all of these years that I've promised him. And that was just him. the first year of our marriage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, that was new. That was new. That made me laugh. I, I can I can recite most of Brian's jokes because they're almost all the same. And I'm like, oh, I know this oh. one. <laughs> that was a good one, though. But no, I mean, it. it's not an easy industry emotionally, financially, um, or time-wise. You really really have to be devoted. And that's something I don't think, you know, people understand, um, you know, getting into it. If it's a passion of yours, if it's something you really want, 
I trust that, that that person will make it happen. But man, it's... Well, it's very hard to articulate the value of the experience that you have to have in order to make the job look as easy as it as it can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because how do you how do you explain to somebody who's in a different home than the one that you just sold at a different price point under different circumstances that the value you have based off of the previous people that don't have the same circumstances uh, does mean something? Uh, it's it's very hard to do. And I think that most of the time, and 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 I think that I think getting people into the real estate business is a good thing, I, I, but I think that the reality is is that you need to have your expectations be tailored to what reality is mm-hmm. versus, you know, thinking you're going to walk in the door and and walk out, you know, and have it be what it looks like for somebody who's been in the industry for, you know, 10 years or more. Mm-hmm. Um, that just isn't, that just isn't most of the time reality. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I think in the 20 years that I've been in, there's only one person I can think of that said, Hey, in my first year, I'm going to sell 4 million in real estate and actually did that. Mm-hmm. That's out of thousands of people that have come and gone in the industry over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I do mean thousands. Um, the reality is, is, you know, most of the time you go in, you set your goal and then you just get crushed (laughs) because you don't have the learning curve. You know, sure you Mm -hmm. sit through the test and sure you sit through the, you know, the, the, the basic stuff that you have to take in order to get licensed. But the reality is, is a lot of that is to to meet state requirements Mm -hmm. and not really to function at a brokerage. Mm -hmm. And I think too, you know, education, knowledge, and experience, you know, really, really matters in this industry. Uh, A funny story I like to tell is, uh, you know, I'd like to think I'm a great negotiator now because of the classes I've taken, continuing ed, and and the different courses that I've done throughout these years. And and again, just experience and growth in this industry. Um, But one of my first, we had floor calls back in the day. In, in the dungeon, which is what some of us called being at Prudential, because there was, again, back in 2003, about 20 years ago, there was an influx of agents. You know, everybody and their brother wanted to become a real estate agent. And I got a floor call. Somebody wanted to ask some questions about a house. So I pulled it up, you know, online and, and had a conversation with them, asked them, you know, all the right questions that I was, you know, being trained to ask. And instead of waiting to see what they wanted, I said, so did you want to see the house or no? <laughs> and of course they said no. <laughs> so that was a rejection. Got a little um, excited. Yeah. Did you want to see the house or no? Um, you know, I, I just remember, you know, calling Joe, who was my mentor at the time, and, uh, you know, getting rejected multiple times in one day. And he said, you know, for every three no's you get, find one positive thing that happened in the industry that day, and that'll keep you moving forward. And I still do that. So kudos to Joe for sharing that with mm-hmm. me. You know, because there can be, you can have a really, really rough day in this industry. Um, but I would say, what do you think? 95, 98% of the time, my side of the coin anyway, it's a happy industry. I mean, people are buying a house. You know, there isn't really a lot of sadness with that. There's happiness. There's excitement. It's a milestone. Sure, it's getting, a goal. But getting to the point where it is a... Getting there uh, is a different story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, again, it's a five-year uphill climb. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, th- mm-hmm. when you think about somebody who sells something, you know, 
I mean, a house is something that's purchased every, on average, eight years. So your repeat client is not coming back in two weeks to get, you know, the the newest, the latest and greatest. It's mm-hmm. your, that's just, that's not how it works. You know, mm-hmm. your repeat clients start at that five year mark. So for the first five years, you're, you're having to generate new business all the time, 24 seven. Mm-hmm. It's not a, Oh, Hey, I got a call and they're looking to sell again mm-hmm. or, Hey, geez, they want to buy a second home or what? I mean, that's just not how it, mm-hmm. you know, from a mathematical standpoint, that's just not how it works. And so it becomes very disheartening very quickly when uh, a new agent comes in and, and, and then all of a sudden is smacked with that reality. We had, uh, Oh, I used to represent Rick before he got into the business and I won't use his last name, but he, <laughs> he, uh, he came into the office one day and he says, Hey, I, I just want to say, uh, I'm sorry. I go, sorry. What are you sorry for? He goes, I, I didn't realize how hard this business actually is. <laughs> he said, I, I really appreciate everything you did for me when you were representing me. I go, Hey man, yeah, no problem. So mm-hmm. it, 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 uh, it, it, it takes, it, it takes a lot. There's a lot, there's a heck of a mm-hmm. learning curve and, and it's hard to determine whether you're going to be good at it or not until you're there. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, the biggest thing is, is not being able to afford to be in real estate for the first five years. If you can afford to be in real estate for the first five years, you might stand a chance at making it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it's very, very difficult. Yep. I would very say savings. Difficult. Savings and a realistic perception of what you're up against is those are some of the most important things when I sit down with, with past clients or friends, you know, I, I, I always say, I'm not trying to deter you. I'm not trying to turn you off from it. You don't have to come to Coldwell Banker. You can go anywhere. Just know what you're getting into. Like, I want to be honest with you and let you know my experience and, and other people's experiences. You know, like we tell the kids sometimes, you know, our, our kids every once in a while think that, you know, we have it easy. Um, not my two older ones, because they kind of saw me you know, they remember me going through, you know, the nine o'clock showings and the phone calls and the Sunday, you know, investment properties I'd have to leave for and miss church. Um, but, you know, I, I tell them now as, as they're older, I say, you know what, guys, it's not that easy. I wake up every day unemployed. If you think about it, you know, every day we have to hit the ground running. We have to communicate with our past clients. We have to generate new business, you know, and, and, and still facilitate the deals that we have going, take care of those people, the current people. It's, it's quite, it's quite interesting. It's a very emotional for me anyway, everything's emotional for me, (laughs) but it's a very emotional business. And, uh, you have to really develop a thick skin too. Well, and that's the life of an entrepreneur and many, Mm -hmm. many people aren't cut out for being an entrepreneur and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I've thought, that a nine to five job would be easier. But as you know, being married to me, I don't like having limits and I don't like being controlled. So for me to stay somewhere for eight hours a day would drive me insane. And I probably would get fired within a couple of days. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, my mind changes, you I'm know not that. saying anything. Uh-uh. <laughs> my mind changes, I don't know, you know, as I age every, I don't know, five to eight minutes, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what would you like for breakfast? No, uh, no, yeah. not doing that. Yeah, not touching it, right? Uh, yeah. But no. So I, I, you know, I just thought that that would be some good information to share and especially because it was at the forefront of my mind with my my 
you know, two clients reaching out recently. The one is, you know, has a very physically demanding job and is just thinking. And know, I would encourage everybody to, I mean, if you have any mm-hmm. questions, please reach out. I'm actually, I'm part yeah. of the interview process here at, at uh, Coldwell Banker. Usually the first thing I say, kind of tongue in cheek is why would you, you know, oh, you want to be in, you want to be in real estate. Why would you want to wreck your life? You know, and of course everybody laughs and then we have a nice conversation about it, but that's kind of how I try to break the ice and just go, boy, you know, it's, I don't think it's what you think it is. And I've had, I've actually had a number of people who have interviewed come up to me afterwards and go, Hey, thanks for, you know, thanks for putting the fire out. Cause I went this direction and man, it worked out way better based off of what, mm-hmm. you know, the conversation we had. Uh, I've had that happen actually quite a few times. Um, yeah, you're a realist, and, but you're also an optimist. Like, you know, like that time that you stopped me from being a rock and roll star, right? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but no, it's, uh, yeah. No, and, and, and you know, the thing with Coldwell, too, is that we still do offer support. We still have mentorship. We have trainers. Um, you know, obviously, it's well, a, a great of place to We've work. We've got free education, yeah. you know, more more education mm-hmm. than you could possibly digest in, in uh, probably even two years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're thinking about being in real estate, look for a place that does offer the mentorship and does offer the education. And we've got education credits, for you know, uh, to... to to, to help pay for some of the education that you can't get, you know, through corporate, mm-hmm. you know, so like if you're looking at getting any of the designations and, I, and, and that really did help me. Uh, I've got more designations than anybody mm-hmm. in the entire company. And that really did help me, especially because mm-hmm. I started when I was, you were a kid. I think I was 24. You were the new kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, starting out as a 24 year old, I, part of my issue is I didn't have the, you know, like I've kind of lacked confidence you know, I would think to myself, well, who's going to buy, uh, who's going to buy real estate from somebody who doesn't own real estate. So, you know, working through that and getting the education, uh, was a big deal to me. And so I really tried very hard mm-hmm. from the beginning to make sure I was overeducated. Yeah. I feel like that served you well, that, you know, I, yeah, and, I think it did, yeah. and I'm more of a details person. So I've got the ABR accredited buyer agency, um, designation. And of course we have continuing at every two years, but like we've stated before, I mean, Brian and I are pretty much obsessed with real estate. So aside from the education, we're always on top of things, reading, learning and all that. But no, um, you know, to wrap things up today, we we would love to chat with you if you do have any interest. If we haven't scared you off by now, if you're still listening. (laughs) But it's just good information for people to know. And, And, you know, I mean, social media, I think, has that persona out there that everything is so happy and bright and easy and nothing worth having, nothing that matters is going to be easy, you know, anything. What's the quote, Brian? Help me out here. I'm, gonna I'm drowning. Yeah, yeah, I'm, gonna just I'm drowning. For a while here. Uh, kind of fun to watch. Yeah, I'm good with quotes, but I can't always remember all of them. <laughs> I'm good with the first two words, yeah, yeah. right? It uh, is what it is. Oh, That's boy. one of my favorite quotes. All right. Anyway, any, if we can help you with any real estate needs, please feel free to check us out online. We're at realestatechange.com or on Facebook, or you can give either one of us a, a ring. Mm-hmm. Give us a shout, and and we're here for you. Well, have a wonderful day. Enjoy the fall colors, and we'll talk to you next week.